Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I love CVS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's a big week at the Almost Famous Podcast. We are no longer in the offseason. In fact, Ashley Iconetti did a tremendous job interviewing this year's Bachelor, Zach. Uh, you can go back and listen to it if you haven't already. It's worth listening to. Ashley did not hold back with questions. I and, didn't. And Zach didn't hold back with answers. I thought it was a great interview. I left it being excited to meet him. I'm going to meet him next week. Uh, in uh, in California uh, at the uh, Pebble Beach AT&T um, Pro-Am. And I'm excited to meet him. I think he's probably a great dude. I, I have my thoughts on the first episode that we'll talk about later. But I thought your interview was great, Ashley. Thanks, Ben. That's so sweet of you. You did a good job. Now, I wasn't on that interview because 
This last week, I was at my favorite event, or at least one of my favorite events of the year. It is the Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions. It's a golf tournament. We won't bore you with golf. Uh, I will say that somehow, some way, Chris Harrison did beat Wells and I both. Somehow, some way, pretty sure that was the obvious winner. No, not at all. Really? Uh, we're close to the same. All three of us, you know, we go back oh. and forth on who beats who and how who beats who. Chris kind of has that, uh, I would say, the older brother or dad um, thing over <laughs> Wells and I, where no matter who's better at anything, he always somehow finds a way to win. Uh, well, maybe it's because he has over 10 years of experience on the course over you guys. Yeah. Well, he's never played in this, though. Uh, he's never played in this event. This was his uh, first time playing at Lake Nona. Uh, Wells, I would say, is the most talented golfer. I think Chris would admit that, too, out of the three of us. I uh, will be the most streaky, uh, meaning I could get hot and go really low, or I could go really high. And then Chris is kind of that just like that turtle who just walks slowly, doesn't do anything crazy, but he just did what he needed to do to beat us both. That's all the golf knowledge we'll give. Obviously, okay. um, a big thing coming out of this weekend for some people, not really as much for me, but you can listen to Chris Harrison's new podcast, The Most Dramatic Pod Ever, and get Which all the... Which is super enjoyable. I've is. been catching up on the episodes. Yeah, it's good There's to hear his voice again. six out now. I have, I've gotten caught up to... Yeah, it's great to hear his voice again. There's yeah. something just so soothing. And like I feel like listening to it, that I would enjoy listening to it, even if I wasn't a Bachelor fan and didn't know him. Well, I think that's probably the hope, right? Yeah, I mean, he has a definitely the hope. He has and a built-in fan base. Um, going to happen. Yeah, but his relationship advice is very good. I mean, yeah. in general, his advice is very good. He's seen a lot of things. But... yeah. He uh, he was there this weekend with us. Uh, so was Chris Lane, who is married to uh, Lauren Lane, formerly Lauren Bushnell, who obviously I know well. Uh, and I was nervous. Again, you can get the details of this whole thing. We won't go into details here on Chris's podcast. I was nervous, anxious, maybe more anything. I haven't seen Lauren since uh, we split. Uh, it didn't really haunt me. But it was just like a thing where it's like, hey, you know, how often do you want to run into your exes? Maybe some they're not they're cool with it. I don't do it often. Like it's not like a, a habit of mine. Uh, and so I was just like, no, nah, this could be weird. And and hopefully it's all good. I don't. I I'm sure it is. Right? She's married with yeah. two kids. I'm married. Life has gone very good for the both of us. We're both very happy. But that first interaction was going to be a little weird. But. But it didn't happen. You did no. not see Lauren. No, I didn't see Lauren. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if she came. But I did see Chris uh, and Lauren's dad, who was there helping Chris out um, throughout the week, and it was awesome. It really was. It was really good. Uh, Chris, uh, very, very kind, very nice. Um, there was no weirdness. Uh, there was no like awkwardness. It was just good to see him. It was kind of good to rip that bandaid off. It kind of felt like that first interaction He's a sweet guy. Yeah. I remember being around him. Yeah. Sweet guy. And, uh, we ran into each other within 10 minutes of me walking into the hotel and, uh, he didn't see me. So this is not me being the bigger man here, but I went up to him, said, Hey, Chris, he said, Hey ma'am. And that's, and then conversation started about the week. Uh, it was great to see Lauren's dad. That was very nice too. He actually approached me said, Hey Ben, um, 
So it went great, I guess, overall. There was no drama there. It is interesting, and you can hear about the details of this. Uh, the locker room that we have at this event, it was Chris Harrison, then me. There's 50 people playing in this thing. So there's a lot of people. It's Chris Harrison, then me, and then Chris Lane on the other side of me. Like, no way. Uh, yeah, I was sandwiched between <laughs> the Chris's. And so when I saw that, that I saw that before I had actually ran into Chris Lane, and I was, was like, intentional. Goodness gracious. Um, this, the, yeah, but it, it was awesome. And I'm really happy uh, that I got to like meet him again uh, in person, get to talk to him, uh, get to, to see them. Uh, it was in a, in a weird way, therapeutic. Uh, mm-hmm. just to to see them again. And they're great people. Uh, and so I, I, I definitely um, wanted them to know that, hey, we're all good here. Like, this is great. But uh, it was a really great week. Uh, Sarah came down and watched Wells. Lauren Zima came down and watched Chris. Jessica came down and watched me. All of us got to hang out. My parents, my mom and dad. My dad's my caddy. My mom is my moral support. Uh, mm-hmm. At times, my water bottle holder. Uh, <laughs> she is uh, the best. And uh, we all got to go to family dinners every night, all of us. Uh, we did probably five family dinners, just getting together and having drinks and having food and talking about life and laughing. It was a great week. Um, and one I'm very thankful for every year. And it was great to have Chris and Wells um, there with me because this is Chris's or Wells' second year, Chris's first. So sometimes I've done this alone. So this is great to be all of us together. So can you give us like a little behind the scenes tidbit of like how the chemistry is mm. between all the ladies? Oh, yeah. Or like give us a little dirt from the weekend. You know, the the dirt from the weekend is is minimal. Um, there isn't a lot because a we're pl- fun moment. A yeah. Something something. You have to have a story. We there's a lot of stories. So here's a good moment. So I'm on the 18th hole on Sunday and I hit a ball and I hit it way right probably 20 yards, right of the green. It's a par five. So I had a, a quite a long ways in. So it wasn't a terrible shot. It wasn't a good shot. I walk up to my ball and it is rolled underneath Sarah and Wells's feet. They were doing an interview and my ball <laughs> rolls up and sits underneath their feet. They don't even know it's there. They have no clue that it's rolled up underneath their feet. And so they're in this interview with who knows who, like NBC or somebody. And I have to walk up behind them, ask them to please move their interview so that I can hit my ball out of like the media area that no ball is ever supposed to be in. That's a good moment. The chemistry between the three girls was awesome. None of them are huge golfers. Uh, Jessica walked all 18 holes with me one day. Uh, I don't expect her to do it every day. She doesn't, you know, love golf and it's a long walk. I mean, you put in 25,000 steps by the time you're done on a golf course. So they, they sat and they, they drank wine together. Um, Sarah and Wells are on the way to Disneyland um, after uh, Disney world, actually, sorry, Disney Disney world World, uh, after the tournament to do a nice little tour uh, with Wells's brother, Brett and his wife. It's kind of a week, it felt like, of like bliss more than anything else. Um, it just kind of felt like a week where everybody like is enjoying being in the hot sun, having drinks. If you want to golf, you golf. If you don't, you sit at the cocktail bar here and you just hang out and you watch all the celebrities walk by. And there's a lot of celebrities there, uh, a lot of former athletes that I loved uh, growing up. 
so it does feel like a week of bliss. My my week wasn't uh, easy, I, you know, but it was a lot of fun. Um, and so I enjoy, I just enjoy being there with my parents and with, with Jess and then obviously to have friends there. So great week in Lake Nona. Can't wait to go back. Um, I won't bore you with golf knowledge. Well, I want to jump into one yeah. more thing before we do the first episode recap. How is Chris dealing with, I mean, it's a dealing is not the yeah. right word. How is he celebrating um, just having the number one podcast last week mm. and uh, just like kind of feeling back? I, I laughed at this. You know, I've been doing this for six years. Ashley, we have a good podcast. It's a good, solid podcast. It's grown. It keeps growing. Um, we have a lot of fun with it. But I've been here for six years now. Chris has done this for a month. And somehow I found myself this week at this tournament creating content for him once again. Like, he just has this way over me. Where if it's on the on the Bachelor or if it's with his podcast. We did a whole podcast about my week uh, and, the, and the, the things that happened to me just kind of running into Chris. And nothing bad happened, but it was a, it was a thing, right? It's, a, it's, it's good material for his most dramatic podcast ever. Here's a good story, for example. Now the stories come out. Yeah, I just remember this. <laughs> uh, we have a buddy of ours who was caddying for Robbie Amell. Robbie Amell is an actor and in, in a bunch of movies. Really good looking feller. Looks good in a golf shirt. And um, his caddy is friends with Wells from Los Angeles. And we're at dinner one night. And Chris uh, Harrison is talking to me about running into Chris Lane. And this this... Robbie's caddy doesn't know who Chris Lane is. So he Googles him and he kind of waits till the conversation's over and all of us are having this family dinner and he kind of stops the conversation. He goes, yeah, this is Chris Lane. His wife is so hot. I knew that was coming. And I was like, hmm, I didn't say a word. I just kind of sat there and Chris and Wells start laughing and they're like, hey, you should stop. Like that's Ben X, Ben's ex. And then... He's like, oh, that's super awkward. And so he Googles me because at this point, Jessica has not shown up to the tournament. He goes, but yeah, but your wife is so hot too. I was like, please don't say that my wife is hot. Like, <laughs> oh, really? I don't, I like that. <laughs> it was, it, that was, that was a good, obviously it makes Chris's podcast as well. It's a good story to share. Chris is handling it great. I mean, he's very excited. He's good at this stuff. I mean, when we sat down to do his podcast with him in, in the hotel room, he has a whole paper full of notes and questions that he wants to get into with us. Uh, the fans adore him, right? I mean, he had tons of people around him asking for autographs and asking for pictures and asking um, for different things from him. And he handles it really well. I think he's, he's in a good spot. I feel like there's times that I've seen Chris since obviously the incident where it felt like, Hey, this isn't the same Chris I've always known. This is, there's something going on here. He's, he's hurt. Uh, I would say, you know, his his love for Lauren Zima is incredible. I mean, he adores that woman. And uh, I don't want to speak for them, but I would imagine, even listening to their podcast, the last two years has brought them closer together because they have a tremendous amount of respect and support for each other. Uh, and they love being around each other, which is so cool to see. I've never seen Chris with somebody, with a partner, right? Uh and and I just felt like from this week, it was a week where I felt like that's that's my buddy. He's back. You know, he's 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 
in it and he's he's healthy and he's good and he he has great perspective on things again and he has great advice on things again. He has a lot of wisdom to share, but he also can have a lot of fun. So I feel like this podcast has been great for him uh, and probably great for a lot of the people listening. I just think he's good. Like, I feel like he's in a good rhythm. You guys probably had the episodes in which you finally got to be able to relax and yeah. have fun because the podcast, the first two episodes are them recapping the past two years. The second two are him getting fan questions and the fan questions are not easy. They didn't give him softballs at wow. all. They, those were not filtered questions. And then finally he got to sit down with you guys mm-hmm. and probably have fun. Yeah. He's kind of on the trajectory out of that. I mean, he doesn't need softballs. It's Chris. He should yeah, speak he to what happened. He should speak to the events that happened. He should speak to everything. I mean, he doesn't he he doesn't want to hide away. Uh, and so they shouldn't be softballs. He should speak to this stuff, and he is, and he's willing to. And I think that's ultimately a really good thing for everybody. And now his show will turn into um, a really fun show for so many people to listen to and get his perspective and advice on. And I think that's going to be a great seat for him to sit in because it's unfiltered. Chris is not a filtered human. He can he can put a tie on and stand in front of a camera and do great things. But he has just a lot of raw grit to him too and life experience that you want to hear and you want somebody to share and you don't want it to be necessarily buttoned up on a television show. Like I think this podcast can be a lot of fun because we get the un the unfiltered Chris Harrison, the one that we've known and the one that we've really enjoyed being around. And now mm-hmm. other people are going to be around it. And I would tell you, listening to his show, he is himself. Like that is, he is more himself on that show than he's, I've ever seen him on a media stage before. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting for me. So yeah, listen to it. It's part of the iHeart family. Um, it's part of our team's family. It's a great show. It's good to be, be with both of them. Very excited about, um, just getting to spend that time with with friends. And we're going to see Wells again next week uh, in California. We're going to see Zach again, the current Bachelor in California. Uh, and speaking of Bachelor, actually, I think we should take a break. We come back. We have the first episode of this season to break down. Cannot wait. I have not talked to you about it yet. There was no text last night. There was no phone calls last night. I have no clue how you felt about this first episode. I know how I feel. And you all listening will know soon. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. 
Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcollipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Before we get into the details of the episode, I will say my overall thought on the first night is what it is every season. And you know how I feel about the first episode. I think it's pointless. Uh, I do. I don't. I If there's one thing about the show that could change, it would be how night one operates. Now, we do have to meet everybody. The limo entrances are fine and they're nice. Um, 
but I don't remember anybody's name. I don't remember how they introduced themselves. Uh, I don't remember much about night one in two more weeks. And so I just feel like there has to be a little switch up here. Uh, it felt like it does every season. This is not a critique of this season. This is not being critical of what I think the season will look like. Mm-hmm. It's, it just felt monotonous to me. And it felt uh, it felt very predictable. They're going to have somebody crying. They're going to have somebody upset. They're going to have somebody trying to steal more time than others. Not everybody's going to get to talk to him. Oh, no. What's going to happen if I don't get to talk to him? The Sean Lowe segment, I think, was meant to, to mix it up. But what did we get out of that? We didn't get really any advice. Uh, we didn't get much more than a, a, a monologue of, of Zach lifting weights. Um, if, uh, you know, I would have loved to see Sean and, and Zach sit down and Sean goes, Zach, you weren't the popular choice to be the bachelor. How are you going to handle that this season? Like the fact that like maybe some of these women even here didn't expect you to be a bachelor. The fans watching the show right now didn't know that you were going to be the bachelor. That was not for how, how do you respond to that? Zach, what do you, what do you want to get out of this season? If you know, you're going into it as the underdog, we didn't get any of that. We just kind of felt like we skipped over it and tried to make Zach look like this really desirable dude that everybody wants. And it's like, wait, that might be true. And he might, he's good looking and he's tall and he might be super nice. And I'm not going to take that away from him, but it's not what we know of him yet. We don't know that as viewers yet. We don't know that he's a desirable person. You've just kind of thrown us into that to believe it. And I don't know if I believe it yet. I think that they were trying to pretend like that just wasn't a thing. You can't pretend like it's not a thing. It <laughs> no, is a thing. No, but they really were. They were like overcompensating by being like, we're not even going to address the fact that the fandom isn't really into this choice. We're going to lean into the fact that these girls are supposedly very into the choice. Like there was that montage of the girls watching the, yeah. the bachelor announcement. And that was just so cringy because uh, the girls were going to scream. Even if you announced Pee Wee Herman as the bachelor. It's yeah. a good point. I agree. And so you can't ignore it. And I don't know why they are. The beauty of the show was the vulnerability of the show, the vulnerability of the storyline, the, the vulnerability of the journeys of each person who is either placed as the lead or coming onto the show to experience and find love. Zach's storyline is different. We don't know necessarily. You can get more of the details of this by listening to last week's podcast with Zach and Ashley. Uh, but we don't know the details of why he left Rachel as viewers. If they don't listen to this podcast, they have no clue why the Rachel Zach situation didn't work out. You also, as a viewer, probably don't know Zach after last season. You might know he was announced as the bachelor, but you're probably as most people are going, why Zach? Now, not that I'm against it, but why Zach? He's a nice guy. Okay, cool. And then we just get thrown into this. And, and this is why I said the show has to, I said this last season, the show has to be very careful of trying to convince the audience of something that's not true. And this season, it felt like they tried to do it from night one. They tried to convince us that everybody wanted Zach and that's not <laughs> true. And so are you going to lose my trust yes. or are you going to disrespect me as a viewer to think yes. that my knowledge of the show and watching it year over year over year and try to convince me that Zach was the most desirable choice. He is not. And, we, and Zach knows that, right? After your ep, like podcast last week, we know that Zach knows that. And that's okay. 
Yeah, I don't know if I was the popular choice. I don't know if Nick Vile was the popular choice. <laughs> ben, stop that now. You were the most shoo-in that there ever has been. Okay, fair. That that might be true <laughs> also. And that and that's great. And and but what did they do with that? They also didn't, you know, hide the fact that, hey, we didn't really have anybody else here. So like But they you- did. And I think that is what's frustrating to the fandom too. It's like there's some there's multiple guys that they would have rather see. Sure. Because they felt like they knew them more via Paradise or whatever. And so play into that. Like just give me give me the opportunity to hear Zach respond to why he thinks he should be the lead. Like why he is the one that they chose to find love. He definitely answered that on the podcast. But they didn't do it on the show. We're talking about the yeah. show here. On the on the podcast, I think you get a lot of details of Zach. I think you're going to like him more. I think you're going to understand him more. I think you're going to see like what could potentially make him a really fun lead to follow. My critique of this show in general on night one was it felt like it was misleading and it felt like it didn't ever confront the elephant in the room that would have been a beautiful elephant in the room to confront. Zach, who are you? Why are you here? Why should fans like to follow you? you remember another like cringe moment of them doing this was them showing him being a DJ yeah. in high school. And then what was the other thing they showed? Yeah. I just remember the DJ. Cause it's like, maybe yeah, he'll there, DJ his two, own wedding. And it's like, yeah, why would he do two that? Little throwback clips. And then, and then they're like, see, now you know him. And isn't he a fun guy? Oh, uh, it was so cringy. I think he, I think he, the, the bass in a guitar band, in a band. Yeah. Yeah. He was in a band. And so the again, and, and uh, I'm being very critical. Yeah. Okay. As we always are of the first episode of the first episode. We always are. And I'm sure again, Zach is great. I cannot wait to meet him. I'm very excited to meet him, but to convince us that he's a cool dude who we're going to love to follow. They show us that he was once a DJ in high school and he played in a band. Like that's what we got. Like, it's not like he, it's like, Hey, those are impressive and those are cool. And those are great traits. Right. But last, you know, our last bachelor was a professional football player. So like, go, you know, it's, it's just different. Like he was, he was cool in high school. Is that what we're trying to say? Like, has he not done anything since is what does his life look like now? And it felt like they just fell so short on convincing us. And, and, and they tried so hard, right? We have the, he played in a band. He was a DJ. And then they have the segment with all the women being excited about Zach being the bachelor. And then they have, you know, him curling. And then, you know, it's like they tried really hard and I just think they did not And so the first episode kind of felt like a throwaway to me because what they tried to do did not work. And that's my opinion. Do you agree very, or no, disagree? Very, very well put. Very well put. Should we jump into the girls now? Yeah. I will say there are some, there's a good memorable girls and I'm glad that they brought back packages because yeah. am I remembering correctly that like last year there wasn't packages or wasn't. one of the past few seasons there wasn't. Yeah. And I do think it gets you to know the main characters better. Yeah. There are some uh, great girls. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. There, there really, there are some ones that I feel like he has an actual chance with. Um, I say that as if there's not normally, but you know what I mean? Like there are girls that I can like five that I can name and be like, okay, this one, this one, this one, these are the ones to watch out for. Okay. Brianna is, well, she's the last one at the limo. We know she's safe. This is like kind of a little recap that we get at the beginning of the episode. We know that she's safe because she got America's first impression rose. 
Um, there were five girls at after the final rose, Bailey, your friend being one of them, and he ends up forgetting her name. <laughs> um, he calls her Balin, and whatever, you know, that's things like that happen. Um then there's Catherine, and that's her. She's got a package next, and I feel like Catherine is very much a front runner right now. Keeps I would talking agree. About how attractive uh, she is, and she has like a nice calmness. There's something there. Anything else to say about Catherine? No, I think she. I think uh, Catherine. I don't remember the girl's name, um, which I'm sure we can find out very soon, and I'll, I'll reference it. I think the two front runners are Catherine, and then um, for me. The girl that Greer. Uh, the, Greer. No, not Greer. No. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, she's up there, but it would be the girl that kind of um consoled Madison as she was walking out. Uh she was very calm and she was kind of like, I can she like made a very wise and like um just caring comment where she's like, I can kind of see that some of the girls are getting upset and that that's tough. And, I, you know, she's just kind of like going to be there for the girls. I don't know her name. We'll find that out. But, yeah, Catherine is definitely a front runner to me. Uh, she's mm-hmm. somebody that stood out. Um, she's beautiful. Like you said, she's calm. She's collected. And she just feels like she belongs there. Yeah. Christina is up next as far as the packages go. She's from Nashville. She has a five-year-old daughter. She's got a vibe. (laughs) I don't know whether she's going to be a vibe for Zach, but she's definitely going to be prominent in the house. She might be a shit stirrer. What do you think? Or is she going to be a girl's girl? I think she'll be a girl's girl. I I do. I I think she, yeah, I think she's going to be a big personality. I just don't think she's going to try to like mess things up. I just think she's going to be a big personality in the house that the girls are going to either like really gravitate to or the quieter ones are just kind of going to Sit back on the set. Mm-hmm. She looks exactly like Kelsey Ballerini mm. meets Lauren Conrad. Is she the one that at the end of the episode was doing the Kegels? Yeah, I think so. Like, I like that part. I was like, that girl's chill. <laughs> like she's funny. She was responding to their questions really well. She was like making a lot of humor out of it. Um, I was like, that girl c- could go a long ways. Like she's got, she's got what it takes. Mm-hmm. Got and then Charity, she is a child and family therapist. She loves her job. She finds it really rewarding. Uh, she says she's eager to get married. Jared pointed out that he hates it when the girls say eager to get married because it's like, are you eager to find like somebody to spend the rest of your life with? Or do you just like want the, the wedding? Do you just want that title? Well. Or are we looking too into it? I think uh, what he would prefer then them to say, I'm just really ready to find love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what they meant. But, yeah, you know, I'm sure it is. I don't really remember Ch- Charity. Charity, Charity, Charity. I know if I saw her face, I would. I know Charity that- because I think he made the comment uh, about how beautiful her name was uh, oh, and okay. unique her name was. So I do remember that. Um, the- I think all the packages highlighted women who are going to be there a while. I don't think any of the packages had I anybody agree. going home on night one, right? Right. Okay. That is a big thing because sometimes they pepper in packages yeah. from women who like leave night one. And it's just like, why did you even waste that time? Yeah. Yeah. But fair enough. These girls, I definitely think are here to stay. So Greer's next. She's from Houston, Texas. And we see later in the episode that they have a real bonding moment about Texas. Their conversation is probably the easiest of the night. 
Would you agree with that? She's also just like that girl that like barely has any makeup on and looks great and guys love her. Yeah, it's definitely one of the easiest conversations. I think I'm getting every season you try to understand the lead. And I think I know Zach's um, thing when he's uh, feeling awkward or nervous. And he closes his eyes when he talks. Like he's saying words and closing his eyes at the same time because I think he's nervous, which is fair, right? I licked my lips. Everybody has a thing. Um, with her, he didn't close his eyes and talk. He it, he was very in the moment. It felt very relaxed. And from my perspective, if since he wasn't doing that, he was just enjoying the conversation, which is a good sign. Yeah, she made him feel so comfortable because she was way more comfortable in the environment than he was. Mm-hmm. And I think he could just be like, oh, okay, I'm going to let her carry this. And that made him feel just at ease. Good. You need that. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So then Brooklyn, she's the rodeo girl. Yeah. I don't really think that anything else stood out about her to me. But Brianna is next. And Brianna was, again, the first impression rose. She has her own beauty company. Uh, I feel like she's going to be around for a while. Or do you think that she's going to be one of those? Oh, well, she's not a first impression rest she's the america's first impression rest do you think that she's gonna be around a while or this is just america's choice and zach's like not as into it as america is i don't know how he wouldn't be into it yeah like i know I, she's stunning yeah and, and she seems really sweet she was great um she didn't she didn't cause drama like she could have easily been the person that had the rose walking in and then also just yeah. go in and like be reckless with it and she wasn't and so i think she'll be around a long time uh and i i I, f- I feel like she's going to be somebody that we really get to know through this show. So America made a good choice with that first impression rose. You think the producers gave her that rose dress? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> There's no way she just had it in no. her luggage. Well, I mean, that's kind of no. something that I would do. <laughs> yeah. No, I think she definitely, I mean, if my, my guess is that that was set up. Well, she looked great in that dress. She looked beautiful. All right. Next up in last package was Katie from Austin, and she's a nurse, and she also really makes me feel like she's going to be there for a while. I think that he's very into her. Again, it was the same sort of like composure, yeah. calmness, beauty. They sure. really couldn't go wrong. A lot of nurses this season. If anything mm-hmm. ever happens in the house, I feel like they're very well protected a lot of nurses yeah. this season uh, yeah I, I mean I, I go back to it like the the packages this season seem to introduce people who were going to be around and going to be there for a which long is time. why i went through the packages you know yeah, i was like important. okay let's go through the pack because let's just talk about these girls because when i look back on the episode those are pretty much the girls that i remember through limo entrances do you remember any the, i don't i have to say not a lot of entrances really stood out to me. There wasn't a lot of shock factor entrances, which I am down for. Let's just get through it. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was disgusting that that one girl licked his ear. I mean, I wouldn't like that. No, but I mean, it happens. No, you wouldn't. No, it's I wouldn't. Gr- it's gross. She I, Well, she didn't make it past night one, so. Yeah, I know. Of course she didn't. Yeah, it's not, it's not like, it's not a great thing. I mean, a couple things in the limo entrances. One, why in the world did Jesse Palmer smell Zach's breath? I don't do that with my wife. I don't want her to do that to me. Um, <laughs> you, you, you know, stick the nose way up there. It's like, hey, if, if you think it's not great, then just hand him a Listerine strip. Weird moment there. Uh, don't know why it has to happen. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
the the really there was only a few limo entrances that um stood out to me. One is that he kissed Bailey. Uh, and yeah. Kind of out of nowhere, kind of just like, hey, do you remember my name? Yeah, it's Bailey. Oh, and then he leans in and kisses her. It's like, all right, I beat. Cool. Like, if that's how we're going to play this. He felt so bad about forgetting her name on stage. And this is only a couple days after this. Yeah. And I think he was just like, how do I make her feel comfortable and know that like she actually did make an impression on me, but but I just, I didn't remember her name. Fair enough. Um, I don't know if we've ever, have we ever seen like a legit yeah. first kiss? No, we've oh. seen like girls seen come people, in, yeah. come in and kiss them. Um, but have we seen the bleed actually like I don't think kiss so. somebody like on the limo entrances? I don't think so. I mean, in a sense, he already met Bailey yeah. kind of. So yeah. like he's met her before, but in a, in a lot of ways it would be, if you take away the fact that they met on live television, it would be somebody just getting out of a car for the first time saying, Hey, this is a great first date. And then you're like, cool. And then you just lean in and <laughs> lay it on them. That's so true. I don't know. No, no, I don't think that's happened in like the past that we've been watching. Yeah. But I, it, it, it's just the weirdest thing that even like these people sit down for 10 minutes and kiss. I was thinking about this last night. Well, it's something we're going to talk you about. You did it. You did it. Did I? Did you kiss anyone now? Yeah. But like back in your day, you like kiss one or two people tops. Yeah. It couldn't have been more than t- one. Yeah, like Crystal's only kissed Brit, and we didn't even know that until after yeah. the fact. And some we're going to talk about here coming up um, right after this break. We're going to talk about the most kisses we've ever seen on night one. How do we feel about it? As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) 
(laughs) ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Kali Power. (laughs) Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead, enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas, craving chicken tenders. Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC, can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Wait, Ben. What you re- is it really technically like? Have we yeah. bachelor data this? This bachelor is the most data. kisses on really? seven, seven kisses. No, don't do it, guys. It's so nice to only have one or two. Like, actually, mean something. I know that what's her name, yeah. Madison. She just threw herself at him. So, like, does that you know? And 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 Holland, you know, um, Holland. He she uh, kissed did, him. No, too? never mind. No, it was Madison. It was Madison. Sorry, Madison. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Holland had the the entrance. I did remember you went to Holland last I, season. You were yeah. in the wrong Holland. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that was um, kind of funny. It was funny. It wasn't dirty enough to be like, ugh. Yeah, it was just kind of funny. Another entrance that I have to say I remembered was actually Madison's uh, because I think her insecurity started creeping up early when he didn't like the taste of the syrup, which like, why was he so weird about the syrup? Just say you like it. It's sugary. I know. I don't know. So, Ashley, if you remember back a few years ago, I had this theory on this show. When you're the lead, you start making out when conversation feels dumb. Yeah. When you feel awkward. 
you might be physically attracted to the person. You might be attracted to the person, but you have nothing else to say. And I think I said it a few seasons ago. I said, I am watching as a viewer to see how many kissing scenes we see and how many conversations we see. I think it was Matt James's season when we were complaining throughout the season that we don't really know these women, that all we're seeing is Matt kissing them. And we don't know these women because we didn't feel like Matt was asking the follow-up questions, asking the questions that were obvious, asking the things that would bring out who the person is and why they are the way they are. Night one for me makes me concerned for that for the rest of the season because I felt like he was kissing people. Now he was asking and it was sweet at times and, mm-hmm. and maybe it felt appropriate, <clears throat> but night one is a very easy night for conversations. You know, nothing about this person. You can ask anything and you're going to learn it and you're going to follow up and you're going to hear more and get to understand who these people are. Night one to me feels like it's a very odd time to kiss seven people because I, from my perspective and my judgment, would say you're covering up the fact that you don't know what else to talk about. And if you're already feeling that way on night one, when it's the easiest to have things to talk about, how is it going to look in week six? It's interesting that you say night one is the easiest thing to easiest time to talk. And now I'm thinking, and I kind of agree. It's because everyone's strangers. So you literally like, so tell me about your life. Where are you from? And like those, those things can like pick up a conversation really easily. Yeah. It's the dates that are like nine hours long and they're so quiet that make you feel a bit more awkward. hundred percent. We have to understand that as when you're in that, these conversations are no more than 10 minutes long. They're most 10 minutes would be a long first night conversation. They're very short. And so within that five to 10 minutes, if you are kissing them, then you are obviously either moving very quickly and you're just feeling the physical vibe. If it was with one person, I'd say, whoa, there's a connection there, right? It's the, it's, it's something, there's some fire that they're seeing in each other. But when it happens seven times, I am hesitant and I am concerned about the fact that you can't carry a conversation for five minutes to 10 minutes with somebody that you've never met before. And as a result, you have to kiss them to show them that you're interested. Is there not another way to show them you're interested? Why don't you just tell them, hey, I really enjoy this conversation. I'm very like attracted to you. I'm excited to get to know you more. There's so much more I have to learn about you. Instead, the default is let's just make out, which also is not a great thing for the other woman to see. It was something that most bachelors are very protective of is, hey, I don't want to kiss somebody in front of other women. You know, some of these women, one of these women might be my wife. I don't want her to see me making out with somebody else. Yeah. But there was no shame in that this season. There's no shame. Everybody saw everything. Like every kiss the women are watching. Now that could be the producers. Could be. I don't know. But night one is not the night to do it. It's an open stage. It's an open area. There's not a lot of places to hide. It, it would, if, if I was on the advisement committee, I would say, hey, just cool it for night one. Start night two. Do it that time. Here's a small theory. Okay. Maybe because there wasn't as much of an interest in him, they thought, how do we make women really go crazy and how do we get them to be possessive? And that could be watching him get physical with another girl. Possibly. 
I don't okay, know. I'm just really spitballing here. I mean, I, I don't feel really like, think that's okay. what it is. <laughs> I don't really think that's what it is. I think your theory is correct. I think yeah. he probably just felt a little awkward and he was like, what do I know how to do? Which is the concern for most people going into the season that Zach is going to be very awkward and hard to watch, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that is the critique of this season going into it. So this didn't help me on that. All right. Well, Ben, I mean, you're on fire today. You could literally have done this podcast on your own. <laughs> no. He's got these theories. He's got bullet points. And you really analyzed this episode. And I love it. Well, I, I want Zach to thrive. I do. I want this to be a great season for him. I want him to come out of this finding love. I think Zach is, I will say this. I think he is the type of person that will come off the show with a partner. And I would not be Me shocked too. if they're yeah. going to be together forever. Uh, I do think he has the desire to find love. I think he has um, the openness to this experience. I also think Zach is looking at this thing like, I kind of hit the lottery. Like, you know, I, I I have 30 some beautiful women here trying to date me and just like falling over me. And I don't know how many times that's happened in Zach's life where like, you know, he's been pursued in this kind of like capacity. And so I think it's a good opportunity for him. I do think Zach could give us a great love story. And I'm excited to watch that. Uh, I would just say, yes, my, my night one critiques are very critical because I didn't get anything that I was wanting to get, or I think a lot of viewers were wanting to get out of this first episode. I just concur. That's all I can yeah. say is that I agree with you yeah. on pretty much everything you're saying. Yeah. I mean, Jesse even said, Zach's like, has this, like, he's so funny. He has this great sense of humor. It's like, well, we, we haven't we, seen any of it. We didn't see any of it. Like, okay, then show him cracking a joke. Show him making fun <laughs> of himself. Uh, speaking of like trying to be funny, I guess, was Madison's moment when she was dancing. What was it called? The giddy? The the jitty? The jit, mm. jitty with the dance? Whatever. Yeah. I never heard of it before. But also, I'm it's like a sheltered TikToker. mom. Yeah. Is it? Okay, I'm going to see. Uh, so they're doing the dance thing and then she kisses him and it's awkward. And then he's like, he, but first he was like, I don't want to dance anymore. Let's not dance anymore. That's enough. And then she kisses him and he's like, let's continue to dance. <laughs> so awkward. He wasn't into it, was he? Oh no. We found so that out very sad. Soon. But yeah. it was also like, she was being a little cray. She was, but it's also, you know, I don't know what kind of expectations everybody has going into night one. It felt like she had a lot. Like, I just want him to, recognize me. It's like, well, you got one thirty chance for that. So don't freak out if on night one, you're not the one that stands out. You got a long time in front of you here. So just chill yeah, out, I was hang like, out, have a drink. I was like, all I want is a little like sparkle in his eye, like to see him like maybe like double take at me. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot. And, and you're kind of in a whirlwind as the lead. You're turning in circles. Like every second you get, there's somebody coming from this direction and this direction and this direction. And to focus on one person, to recognize one person and to have that sparkle like that, that is, uh, doesn't happen every season. So I wish, you know, she would have been told, Hey, just take a seat, hang out. You're good. She may have made it through the night. She may have made it through the night. She, she reminded me. <laughs> like she died. No, no. She, <laughs> she could have made it through the night. <laughs> she reminded me a lot of how lace, uh, kind of felt on, um, my season. Mm hmm. Uh, Lace was overwhelmed with just like so much happening and there is a lot happening and there's cameras and there's people and there's conversations. And then you all are, you all are pursuing this one lead. And if, if, 
if you're not like maybe in a great space, if you're not confident, if you have some like insecurities that maybe you haven't spoken to or tried to work through, they will come out and they can come out and they can come out with a vengeance. And sometimes we don't see those insecurities for a couple of weeks on this show, but you know, Lace just needed to go home. Like she did. She just, and then that, that was not like necessarily even my decision. She just knew she needed to get out of there because it wasn't creating a healthy environment for her. I think the same thing for Madison. She needed to go home. As soon as she started to cry on night one, like she was, the first thing I thought was like, this girl needs to get out of here. This is not going to be healthy for her. This is not going to get any better for her. This is not going to be one of those people, as we've talked about, who leaves this show, no matter when they leave it, and say, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Leaving on night one is usually, and it'd be crying over it, is obviously not about like you thinking that that guy is your person. It's about like just the national rejection. Yeah. Which, which sucks, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure that hurts, and I'm sure it's weird. And I'm sure you had, I mean, you know, she said, I gave up my life for this. I don't know what kind of life she gave I up know, for this. Don't do that. If anybody's listening and they're thinking about going on the show next season, don't give up your life for this show. Like figure out a way to, you know, block out some time, but like, don't go into this thinking that life's going to change for you. Traditionally, yeah. it doesn't. Historically, it doesn't. And so don't have that perspective. And it puts too much pressure on the situation. It puts too much weight on every interaction with the lead, you want to make sure this person's right for you. You want to make sure you're right for them and just hang out, have fun with it. Treat it like a sorority house or a frat house. Like just enjoy the ride for as long as you're riding. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when we look at the rejects, Kara, Leica, Holland, Olivia L, Olivia M, Becca, Sonia, Vanessa, and Victoria. I don't remember any of them except for Leica, who licked him, and then Holland, who wanted him inside her. Do you remember any? So it's pretty pretty typical of the yeah. first rose ceremony. It is. There was one girl that I'd never seen. She was like a taller blonde um, who was very pretty that kind of like snuck up and she was gone. I don't know who mm-hmm. what her name was, but I was like, huh. We never saw anything about her. I don't even know if we saw her limo entrance. Um, so that was maybe a little of a shock. There's always one. And there's always you know, one. Gotta be the grocery store, Joe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So no, nothing surprising on night one. Don't think uh, any of our standouts, any of the people focused on didn't get shown and then had to go home. So night one's over. It did look eerily uh, bright, like the sun oh, was high. Oh God! Every time, yeah, but every this, season it gets brighter and brighter. It I was gonna me say, out. like some seasons, you can kind of see the sun coming up over the mountains there. Yeah. Um, this season, it felt like the sun was nice and high in the sky. <laughs> it was and, lunchtime. Uh, it was lunchtime. <laughs> Those poor girls had to go back to the hotel and sleep, and then wake up and get back on a flight and go home and be like, I don't know what just happened to me. Not a yeah. flight. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> what flight are you talking about? For all the people that had to go home on night one. Oh, those girls had to go home. Okay, yeah. yeah they had to fly home. I don't think they ride their bikes. Oh, no. Sorry. I was thinking, thinking about the other girls. No. They go to the hotel for a night and then pack up their stuff and then move into the mansion the next no, day. No, they're moving into the mansion. So, uh, overall, it was a night one. I'm not going to get too critical of the rest of the season. I don't know. The highlights for the rest of the season look like how every season goes. There's tears and there's people upset and there's people leaving and there's, you know, you know, Zach's voice sharing how much he wishes somebody would come back. And I I think it's going to be 
um, a fine season. I was hoping night one just kind of blasted us off into this whole new stratosphere of excitement. I would say this could probably be another season where week three, I don't watch till week six and I'm fine with it. Um, I hope not, but we'll find out next week after watching the episode. And it's been another season where they decided not to mix up night one. I just want something crazy on night one. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. Like, give us something different. I'll say in the scenes of the next episode, there's like no fence jump. There's no moment that they'll be teasing for a while, which kind of makes me nervous. Well, I think the part that they'll be teasing will be the fact that somebody leaves or that he lets somebody go home that he really wishes comes back. Yeah. Which, hey, that'd be a good storyline. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's 
cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Caulipower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Caulipower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Caulipower, crave on. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. All right, Ashley, we, uh, we got to do headlines. There are a few today. Um, let's dive into it. Here's Alrighty. Bachelor Nation headlines. First headline is one that threw me off, uh, surprised me, um, saddened me. Um, as I know a lot of people in Bachelor Nation felt, former Bachelorette Diana and Steven split after 11 years of marriage. I know. So sad. So if you guys don't know their backstory, Steven Stagliano was actually the brother of somebody who was a contestant on another pri- prior Bachelorette season, and the two of them met through Bachelor Nation, and they've been married for, yeah, 11 years, and they said, it's with immense sadness that Steven and I have decided to end our relationship as a couple. We've been working hard for a long time, both as a married couple and as individuals, and have come to the conclusion to remain separate. We remain loving parents to our beautiful children, Addison and Austin, and will continue to raise them together with love and faith, and we respect our... And please respect our privacy during this difficult time as we navigate the new normal. Um, they've been, they, the, the children are eight and six. And she said in 2018, she opened up about the marriage and she said, we think you're crazy. If you don't go to therapy, um, we are all a product of our environment and how we were raised and none of us are perfect. Yeah. Well, it's tough news. We had her on the podcast last year as they were moving. Um, mm-hmm. I remember talking to her, uh, wishing them the best as they start this new journey, as they say, um, co-parenting still, but doing it in separate places. Well, Kristen Cavallari seemingly confirms date with Tyler Cameron amid uh, romance no. speculation. This is a good headline. So if you guys remember on New Year's Eve, um, it was Kristen and her hairstylist and his boyfriend with Tyler and Caitlin and Jason out to dinner. And people are like, well, it seems like everybody at that table is coupled up. Well, now she's kind of seemingly 
confirming this because she says, my last date was public. She said this on mm. um, her podcast. My last date was public. So if you really want to know, I guess you can Google it. Goodness gracious. I know. Uh, she said that um, she doesn't have to say it, but it was New Year's weekend, New Year's Eve weekend. And uh, that's that's all. She said, but she will let you know when she's dating someone serious and is in a committed relationship. She's the kind of person that will shout it from the rooftops. But until then, she's not going to comment on her love life any further. She said, your girl's going to have fun. So they met you guys um, when they were doing a collab for something. I think he was modeling something, perhaps, with that her comment, jeans. James. Her yeah, jeans. Yeah, yeah. I got James, yeah. So now, you know, we always kind of thought this would happen. <laughs> always assumed. Well, Natasha Parker leaves Bachelor podcast because of issues with franchise. Did you hear about this? I did. Weird. I mean, not weird. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a good reason for it, but she's very vague about it. She talks about it on clickbait. She said she's leaving the podcast. She says that she's not going to get into the who, what, why, and where and all that stuff. Um, but in the past six months, she's seen stuff happening in the franchise that is basically not for her. She says sometimes being part of the franchise is hard to continue with and just like let that be that. She says the clickbait producers are amazing and she wants to continue podcasting, but is like on in her own way. So we really don't get much yeah, we don't about know. what it is. Yeah, we don't know what happened in the last six months that made her make this decision. Yeah, six months. Yeah. So um, maybe we'll find out if she does come out with her uh, new show. Her and I'll be yeah. listening to that. Well, next headline is this. Shooting her shot. Bachelorette alum Michelle Young sends flirty message to Michael B. Jordan. So <laughs> this is this really funny TikTok trend where basically it goes, my mom says, never get into a stranger's car. And then you show a stranger who's really hot, pretty much a celebrity. I'm pretty sure it's always a celebrity in the next little flash. And then you show yourself or this guy getting into the car in a crazy manner. I personally love the Joe Burrow one, but in Michelle's case, she's putting <laughs> she's putting Michael B. Jordan in that car saying, get in, and she jumps right in. So she's not saying this really directly to Michael B. Jordan, but she's putting the video out there, and we are, I am hoping that this becomes a thing and that he sees it and reaches out. I hope so. Well, speaking of romance, Bachelorette Gabby Wendy in Jersey Shore's Vinny caught holding hands on flirty night out for dancing with the stars tour stop. All right. The headline is misleading. They weren't caught holding hands on a flirty night out for dancing with the stars. They held hands on stage at dancing with the stars. I'm reading these little bits, you know, that they are um, in Atlantic city, that they did four shows together in Atlantic city. And everybody's like, you know, doing this, the dating speculation and they're like always flirtatious and blah, blah, blah. But then like I get to the, the crux of this article and it just says that they were holding hands on stage and it seemed genuine. <laughs> like this is no, 
This is exactly what they do with headlines, and it's so silly. They held hands when they bowed to the audience at the end. It seemed like they held hands a few times, but it could have been a part of a routine. Uh, so in the end, still kind of a are they, are they not, are they or are they not situation with Gabby and Vinny. Well, I think they could be playing into it. We're rooting it on. Can it just happen? Do you think at this point, it's just like they're just kind of playing with it and it's not legit because it would have like, we would have seen more and heard more if it was for real. It still happen. Okay. Next headline, one that we'll celebrate, Bachelor in Paradise alum, Michelle Money engaged to golfer Mike Weir. Me and you forever is her quote. All right. So Michelle Money and her her now fiance golfer Mike Weir have been together for seven years and they have talked about um, basically not getting married in the past. Just being like, we are committed to each other forever, but we don't need a piece of paper to make it legally official. But now they've changed their mind. Michelle talks about it on her Insta story. I think she just was like, you know, let's, this is just a change of mind, truly. And the two of them had really cute Instagram posts. I love you. I'm so lucky. Um, mine. And of course, Bachelor Nation was very prominent in the comments underneath, um, all congratulating them. I'm so happy. Michelle Money is a serious favorite of the franchise. She definitely is. We're really, really excited for her. Um, well, that's all the headlines we have for you today. I do want to say, Ashley that as you were breaking this down, the ratings for last night came out. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, the headline is speaking that the Bachelor producers and execs do believe this season will be down and may um, hurt the show drastically in some capacity. Last night, the show had 2.8 million viewers and a 0.6 rating. It's down from last year's even premiere of 3.5 million viewers and a 0.8 rating. So it's down... 700,000 viewers. That is not good. It's down to 2.8 million viewers, um, which is a drastic decline from even that is a four years ago. huge decline in a year. Massive decline. Huge percentage there. So it makes us wonder once again if the headline is that the Bachelor producers are concerned internally about this season having low ratings. Why in the world are they making the decisions they're making? That's not for us to decide. That's for us to analyze and to critique and to make assumptions about. And we'll do that every week right here on the Almost Famous Podcast. Yes, we will. So until next time, I've been Ben. <laughs> I've been Ashley. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com powersafely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. I love CVS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. 
when you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. I've discovered the secret to turning diaper duty into pure parenting joy. Okay, well, that might be a stretch, but Pamper Swaddlers is truly the answer. They feature a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, including even blowouts. And for 2024's hottest baby shower slash sprinkle gift, it's the Pampers Diaper Stash. I am so for diapers for a baby shower. Our registry. This Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund where family and friends can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. Just create an account, share it, and then watch it grow and then gift it. So easy. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness with Pampers Swaddlers and the Pampers Diaper Stash. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.